trade, punk rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Listeners and listeners, this is Wastelands, and I'm Adam Obscene, and with me, as always, is the mighty, 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 Mark and Mark. Hey! Hello, Adam Obscene, Lostners. Good to be with you. Happy Halloween month. Happy everything Halloween. Well, happy Halloween because we're dropping this on Halloween. So, happy Halloween. Kaboom. Happy Halloween. And uh, what do you do on Halloween but uh, drop the most Halloween of all movies? Not really. It's it's not Halloween. Um, We've already given the Lostners the heads up, but let's do this and then we'll come back on the flip side. versus Jason Adam. Oh, I've been looking forward to this one, mate. Uh, 2003, as you said before, um, mm-hmm. the previous episodes, as a 5.7 mm-hmm. uh, IMDb uh, rating. Uh, mm-hmm. And look, it's the Rotten Tomatoes has this as a 42% critics and 50% audience. So that's okay. actually up there that's almost mm. a 50 50 split 50 percent mm-hmm. of the audience love this movie yep so the other 50 percent that don't probably aren't into this <laughs> yeah or they just can't be bothered logging into imdb or rotten tomatoes and you know there's only a certain you- there's a cer- only a certain amount this is and like this is the thing about all these rating systems it really it's just managed by nerds yeah because they're the I, I only ones that are going to actually either pure, you either really hate it and you're a troll, or you really love it. And but if you're, you're gonna, in the middle of the road, just oh, I've got other things to do. But, man, um, I don't, yeah, I don't have an IMDb account. Don't have a Rotten Tomatoes account. I've been toying with a Letterboxd account, but I can't be fucked, man. I'd rather just get onto the podcast with you. Yeah, this is this is uh, so. This movie has a hundred percent. Wastelands rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both you yes, and I yes, love it. Yes, so. yes. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're only yeah. ever in, uh, Lawson, you're only ever in the rating system, only ever going to get 100% yep. or 50%. Because literally, I love everything. <laughs> I actually know there was that one roller junkies that was the only first ever zero percent rating. But let's not revisit that trauma. Oh, um, man, that was a low point in your life. Yeah, it was all right, but we've come back with a vengeance. Hey, the budget on this Hell was thirty yeah. million, dude. So they spent a bit of coin, um, and it made a worldwide box office of one hundred and forty-seven million dollars. 
very respectable for 2003. And the reason why is because it was much anticipated. They'd been kicking around the concept of a Freddy versus Jason since the mm-hmm. 80s. Mm-hmm. Like it literally yep. went yep. through 18 scripts and 12 rewrites, and it finally landed when Ronnie Yu, um, who was the director who did who did the just before this did the Bride of Chucky, yes. um, landed on there. They got a script that worked. Brings back Robert England. I always thought it was Kane Hodder that was um, reprised the Jason role because he was because he'd just been a couple of years before in Jason X, but they mm. didn't go with him. He was actually um, it was Ken Kredzinza who had actually was a stuntman who um, mm-hmm. did the Jason role, um, mm-hmm. and it was mainly because uh, Ronnie wanted to have more expressive eyes apparently in the mask. Um, oh, okay. Close-ups. Kelly Rollins from This Newest Child is in it. Um, and the other notable uh, girl in it, actress, actor, is Catherine Isabel, who was in that great werewolf movie back in the 90s, Ginger Snaps, <laughs> um, which I really like that movie. That's a good one yeah. too. Yeah. Marco, tell me why you love this movie. It's Freddy versus Jason. Look, I'm a big, I'm honestly, who isn't really? Um, if you like horror, you like both of these uh, these creeps. Um, I like Freddy more than Jason, but I still love Jason. Don't at me, don't at me. Um, I got the DVD of this in when, when it had its Australian um, DVD release. It was purchased pretty quickly. I've still got it. There it is. And um, I probably watched it, Adam, on my crappy little TV back in the day. Oh, countless times. And I loved it. I loved it. It had the best fight scenes. The plot was fantastic. Uh, But there was something that I was uh, not allowing myself to dislike at the time. And that was that the fucking CGI is so 2003. Even in two thousand and three, it was naff. Like, I, there is a me, lot of there is a lot of bad green screen where you can still see the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is, but there's also a lot of great practical effects. Mm. One of my favorites is the uh, the fight scene in the bathroom. I think it's so um, it, it it takes on a Terminator esque kind mm. of vibe. You know, mm. they're they're both fighting each other and they're both unkillable. They're both indestructible, you know, so it gets to almost to terminator levels of um, carnage and destruction. The other uh, standout section for me is when Freddy leaps out of the water out, high out up of, into out of the lake air. crystal. Yeah. 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 Out of the lake. Yeah. And uh, on on to uh, Jason that's standing on the edge end of the pier there. I love that. It's an that epic, is such an, it's an epic shot, isn't it? Like it's so oh, it's cool. an epic shot. So yeah, it's very cool, mate. Let's uh, let's loop it around because um, there's a couple of points I want to discuss around this. Mm-hmm. Just a bit of a deep dive. Just some things that have sort of popped into my mind even just this morning when I knew that we were going to do this. Um, yeah. So the the movie is about 10 – it's basically set 10 years after The Last Nightmare on Elm Street and basically mm-hmm. everyone's forgotten about Freddy. Mm-hmm. And if you've forgotten about Freddy, you don't think about Freddy. Freddy has no powers, right? So that's sure. basically the deal. 
yep. he comes up with this, uh, 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 I guess, a plan which could only be considered plot armor because mm-hmm. without it, it would this movie wouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that it, it? It had they had to get it done, you know. And so, this is how. So Freddie lives in <clears> the dream world. Jason lives in the real world. So he brought Jason back mm-hmm. to start reaping carnage in the real world with messages about Freddy so that he would creep back into the zeitgeist, give him power, and then he could return. So he's basically using Jason as a tool. Mm-hmm. But Jason being the you know, the sort of omnipresent, like mindless single well not mindless, single minded killing machine. Mm-hmm. Didn't care much for Freddy's uh, plan. <laughs> just no, goes no. on and just kills fucking everything. Um, and so he <laughs> yep. becomes the the worst case scenario. So the so basically, then Freddy has to take Jason out as well as um, everything else. So it's a little bit complicated, a little bit messy. It sure. works quite well, but that's that's the premise. What I put to you, Marco, mm. is this more? Nightmare on Elm Street 7 than Friday the 13th 11. Because for me, it feels like Jason is in a Freddy movie, not the other way around. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I, I, I will agree with that. Yeah, Jason's in a Freddy movie. Uh, Freddy, f- Freddy takes the foreground more purely for some of the thing, attributes that he has. He, he, he talks. <laughs> um, that's a big one. And he engages, he breaks the fourth wall and he engages the audience quite a few times in this. So, so self aware. Yeah. Sorry. It's so self aware. <laughs> it's so self aware. I, 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 at the time, I kind of took it as a standalone feature, you know, but it really is more of a Nightmare in Elm Street movie than a, um, Friday the 13th, for sure. I, and I think that I've, I'm the same. I always took it as a standalone combo. Like, you would never consider Godzilla mm. versus mm. Um, King Kong a Godzilla or a King Kong movie. It was just it just what it was. Um, you know, and, you know, you know, the Universal movies did it with all the monster mashups and all that sort of stuff. Um, sort of did it where they brought together the Frankenstein versus Dracula versus the Wolfman and Abbott and Costello. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like standalone things as well. But in hindsight and looking at Freddy versus Jason, it really, although it takes place in lots of, you know, on the lake and the camp and it gives lots of Jason's backstory, the vehicle is about Freddy coming back. Yeah. So yeah, and it was weird because I never really picked that up when I first watched it back in the de- back in the olden days. Mm, that um, you you didn't think that maybe they were going to try and use it as a vehicle to reboot the franchise. Well, I I don't know. I I actually probably the other you know I think it was. I don't, I guess I didn't con- yeah I didn't consider it to be a Nightmare on Elm Street movie because in my mind Nightmare on Elm Street was done so it was yeah. actually like a standalone movie and in, in 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 fact it was Robert England's last crack at Freddy yeah um, and, and and Wes Craven had just had so much success with Scream and Wes Craven absolutely hates this movie by the way <laughs> <laughs> he had nothing to do with this which is really interesting as well so mm. um so it was and it, look people will say it's a money grab and it was it was but and it did grab the money but it, 
as as a piece of like schlock goodness. Yeah, it's so watchable, dude. It is really watchable. This this is a really good Halloween night movie. You know, if you've been maybe uh, watching watching the either or both of the franchises, this one would be a nice one to you know during the month of October. This would be a nice one to actually watch on Halloween night. I think um, that like in saying there is nods that this series because I don't actually think. There was a Friday the thirteenth after this either. There was a re- they rebooted like this is the end of an era in mm. in in the original eighties late seventies franchise. This sort of this was the books the book stop you know the full stop. Then, yeah. Then they rebooted with you know that horrible Nightmare on Elm Street reboot reboot and um and I think they remade the somewhat better than horrible. Friday the thirteenth, yeah. um, arguably not needed to be done. But this is the this is the world we, you know post two thousand and three we we t- we we go into now is that you know instead of sequelizing fourteen thousand versions of the <laughs> within well, they just re reboot it or you know remake it. Yeah, and, that's right. And horror after this went really dark and really really gruesome. It went hostile. Saw, um, you know the Eli Roth world, or uh, gothicy and and moody like The Ring and The Grudge and like yeah, know, it's yes, sort of it, so true. There was a and and then you had almost like the comedy version, which was Scream. Like I still think those Scream movies are hilarious, dude. They're, like, <laughs> more, they're comedies more than horror. Yeah, they're great, and they changed. Um, they 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 were a palate cleanser and a a refresh on the genre i think because you know it was going pretty it wasn't going too well up until then but scream i think brought the genre back like reset the the clock a bit so i feel like that when we say was this about a reboot of either of those franchises i didn't see it like that and i didn't even see it as a part of those franchises in hindsight it definitely looks more like an end note to Nightmare than it does mm. Friday the 13th. But what yep. I do think it actually was going to, what it was intending to do, and it will link to the last shot where Freddy winks to the camera, mm. is I mm. think that it was probably going to reboot, it was intending to reboot a bunch of, a franchise of versus, versus, versus. So uh, I think uh, yes. that, um, you know, we end up we end up getting Alien versus Predator and those side of things. There was rumors that there was going to be Freddy versus um, Jason versus Ash from you know, Evil Dead. Oh, there was, that would have been good. There was an alternative ending pitched for this movie that um, that both Jason and Freddy were in hell, and Pinhead mm-hmm. turns up and sort of like says, "Now, now you're in hell." Um, so that <laughs> so that was that that got muted, but then that would have brought in that concept that possibly yeah, wow. could have come down. And then there's always been the much threatened what happens if you pull Jason, Freddie and Michael Myers in, in, in a room together and have a I'd party. I'd love to see that. Um, one that I would like to see, I mm-hmm. would love to see Warwick Davies as the Leprechaun versus Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, wouldn't that be weird? Oh, my yeah, okay. Um, that would be good. Critters, critters versus ghoulies. 
Mm, versus Cheddar Goblin. Versus Munchies. <laughs> munchies. Gotta love Munchies. Um, oh, my goodness. I, oh, my goodness. I think a um, Leatherface versus mm. anybody would be great. Oh, my God. Leatherface versus Ash. Yeah. Chains- the two chainsaws. Chainsaw versus chainsaw. I think that. Holy that, fuck. And, it, and you. And, but only if Bruce Campbell comes back. It's got to be Bruce Campbell. Like, there's no, there's, that's like, that's, if there's no Bruce Campbell, like, they'll, they're, they're talking about redoing Evil Dead and bringing in new characters, which I think is good because they're not actually recasting, um, yeah. Ash. They're just taking it in a different way. But, like, Ash versus the Evil Dead, that TV series was amazing. I, that was a good postscript for me. It's awesome. So, yeah. um, Mate, look, there's what's your favorite scene in Jason versus Freddy besides well, what's your favorite kill? What's your favorite gruesome bit? Like because there's so <laughs> okay, many my fa- memorable shots in it, like Yeah, yeah. My most favorite uh my, my most memorable kill from that is the uh flying flaming machete, machete kill in the cornfield. Yeah. And also the uh the Chad bro that gets his head twisted around by Jason, so he's like looks he's the other way. He's backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that that's good. That's good. They, they Anything might, that happened at that at that, at uh, that bush door in in the in the in the fields. My, mine too. Funny, say so that though, it would be the Chad bro head twist, looking back yeah. at his other mate, and then his mate getting the flaming machete through his through his chest. Like you, you really cannot beat those two. Scenes. It's so good. Oh my god! And then and then Jason on fire. Like what a great stunt! Uh, what a great practical stunt! Freddie walking through the cornfield on fire himself, mm. setting the cornfield like a trail of of flames as he walks through. Just incredible stuff. It, it, there was so many high points like that with the practical effects that um, it, it's really a shame that the CGI couldn't keep up with that. It's, and it's, it, it's so due for a remake, in my mind. I think that it should be remade um, with just take the CGI out of it, even though it's come a long way since then. Try and do as much practical as possible. Like, to me, I'd love to see a remake. Maybe it's a, a Freddy versus Jason versus, like, Pinhead, or, you know, maybe it's a... It's like sure. the next line in it, and they go, and then they sort of redeem the qualities. I, I like the nod to Children of the Corn um, yeah. in the cornfield. Yeah. I think that that's that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. There's not much to hate about it. Lots to love about it. Um, oh. Kelly Rowland losing her her nose and it flying at the screen. That was a good one. And and look, I'm going to make a. There's a there's a very there's a lesser known um, Australian horror film called Cut. Which is um, came out in the '90s, which has uh, it's like a film within a film. It's like a horror, a horror, a horror movie that takes place on the set of a horror movie. There's a scene in that where Kylie Minogue gets her tongue cut out. Oh, and I think that's sort of similar. It's that sort of like yeah, yeah. You face a pop pop singer. (laughs) It's like yeah, literally. But uh, but Lawsoners, check out Cut. It's a great Australian um, horror film. Sort of later in the bit, not not. Not the heyday of genre based exploitation, but kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, they have been a crack and it came in. I've got the movie poster of it, it's really fun. Um, oh, this, cool. This one. Body count. 
body count. Uh, as you would expect with a franchise that has two of the biggest killers in horror history, it's got a fairly high kill count. Mm-hmm. Uh, 35 kills for a, for a runtime of uh, 97 minutes. That's a 0.3 kills per minute. Uh, 0.36 or approximately, you know, just over one kill every two minutes. Um, Decent. So that keeps you entertained. Lots of gore, lots of uh, guts and lots of Freddy and Jason. Body count, body count. Uh, Noticeable uh, faux pas on my part. Uh, Last episode, we talked about a movie with Ice-T. Mm-hmm. And did a body count, and did not mention it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was a stroke of genius. But anyway, that's uh, that's that, thank you, Mister T, for giving us uh, Mister T, <laughs> Mister T. That's not. I wonder if that ever gets confusing. If Ice T and Mister T in the same room, they book a table. Yeah, they book a table on a Halloween night, um, both under their last name. Yeah, yeah. Um, if there's ever been a weird double booking situation where Mr. T and Ice oh, T yeah. have to like battle it out, oh, that would be an excellent versus movie. Mm-hmm. Ice T versus Mr. T. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Imagine in the doctor's waiting room, they're both there, kind of like reading a four-year-old National Geographic magazine, and um, Mr. T, the, the doc, Mr. T, <laughs> and they and, both look up. And, and, and the thing is, Mr. T, legit, would go, "What you talking about, fool?" <laughs> <laughs> Mm, milk mixed strong. Um, so anyway, that was just a weird, weird offset that had nothing to do with Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So there you have it, listeners. Freddy versus Jason, your special bonus Halloween, Halloween episode. Um, Absolutely. Lots any, of fun. Any other recommendations just quickly for anybody out there that are looking for some Halloween entertainment? Um mm. I'm pretty sure Hubie Halloween is still on Netflix, that Adam Sandler um, disaster piece where the dude that loves uh, Halloween is Adam Sandler playing Adam Sandler and it's got (laughs) lots of throwbacks to every other Adam Sandler movie. Um, I really really like that movie. It's really good. So that's my recommendation. If If you're not into gore and you're not into horror but totally into jack-o'-lanterns and you're that nerd on your street that no one else really gets into it, watch Who Be Halloween because you will uh, love that misfitted mofo. Um, what's your recommendation? Nice. nice. What would you go what's for? My re- yeah, what would you go for on Halloween? Uh, good question, Ads. What am I going to watch on Halloween? Uh, re- Loss in a recommendation. Oh, gosh. I'm going to probably go for something old school Stephen King. I'm probably going to rewatch um Salem's Lot. Mm. The original Salem's Lot. Nice. I think I think that would be good. So so um, our wheelhouse doesn't really go too wide. Does it? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> What's Buck going to do? Ah, uh, something about Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, well, I hadn't actually thought of it, but then I realized, yeah, I wouldn't mind watching Salem's Lot again. That's that's a, that's a great one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, listeners, happy Halloween. Um, we're we're going to do a couple of micros after this, which we may or may drop in the days. I think you're going to get a bit more this week. So, this is Monday mm-hmm. night. We'll see how we go with the rest of it. But um, you can always check out what's going on 
uh, on the socials at Wastelands Radio Show. That's Instagram, on Facebook, and bloody TikTok. Bloody TikTok. We're also Wastelands RS on Twitter and mm-hmm. YouTube. Just type in Wastelands Radio Show. I also noticed on YouTube that they are about to introduce handles. So I mm-hmm. think we're our at Wastelands Radio Show handle will work on YouTube as well, which will make things a lot easier for everybody. Yeah. And of course, if you want to uh, go straight to the source, um, all the episodes, new and old, can be found at Wastelands Radio Show website, which is wastelands.com.au. That was a really good save. I just about fucked that up. Um, yeah. Nice, so, nice. Uh, and I think what you'll find too, and I just noticed this, listeners and Marco, that episode we've done so many episodes now that episodes are dropping off the platform. So I think the earliest you can go on Spotify and Apple Podcasts is episode seven, and then probably this week could be episode eight. So if you want to go back to the origin episodes, the ones where we sound all janky and you know just trying to figure figure out what we're doing like over three years ago, um, mm-hmm. just go to the website. You'll be able to get all that goodness straight up. Chuck us a like, chuck us a follow, subscribe, share us around to you for friends. Like you know, help us get the wastelands words out there. This is we've been doing this a fair bit, and you know we we're, we're creeping, we're creeping. Yeah, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. But our dedicated we would... listeners are going to are, are our are our vehicle for um, spreading the word, and we really yeah, appreciate we... you and appreciate all the feedback that we get. So um, we really do, and and happy Halloween to you all. And uh, with that sort of uh, sweet note, is, mm-hmm. there, is there anything else you'd like to add? It's happy Halloween for me, and it's happy Halloween from him. Your cries. It's finished!